Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Going to get to a rousing game of mm-hmm or uh-uh later. Uh, uh. Later on in this episode, you still make your uh sound too positive and, and sex, sexual <laughs> in a way. Sexual. Yeah. Um, but before we get to that, a couple headlines around the NFL that I wanted to a couple. dish off Almost, to each other. Seems like a lot. There's three in particular that I want okay. to talk about. We'll start with the one that's probably the least newsworthy and least important. Jimmy Garoppolo says he hopes to be traded to a team that's hungry to win. So Jimmy Graps knows he's traded, right? For him to come out and say something like that and for him to be like, I really hope I land in a good spot. Like, he Is know- that really the best move for San Francisco, though? To trade him? If they know that well, Trey Lance is ready, why wasn't he playing already? Maybe are they trying to win the Roger sweepstakes? Now? You know what? I was just about to jump all over you. But you package Trey Lance with another first Ooh. round pick to get Rodgers. Is that too steep of a price? Because you you used your first round draft. Pick you would on have him. to win with Rodgers to exactly. make it, to make it. Just mm-hmm. if you do not win with Rodgers and you trade Trey Lance away and he becomes a good quarterback in Green Bay, I mean, that's a lot. Lynch is going to get fired as a GM. Like that's that's something you can't do. But then also, you but have to that's consider- it. They have Pat. They have the ability to trade a first-round pick without trading a first-round pick well, because of Lance. What did they give up in order to trade up? Because remember, they traded up to get that pick to get Lance. They traded a couple first-round picks to move up. They, they? they mortgaged the future to get him. So so I don't think so. So I think it picks it's, way down the road plus So Lance. it's got to be Trey Lance for them then, moving forward. Is Rodgers even going to agree to go to San Francisco, this team that has bullied him, the team that he called out? Yeah, he would because his hometown years team ago. and Cali boy and he loves them. Like, yeah, he would go there. All right. I think that if you're ready to move on from Jimmy Grabs, what was stopping you this year from moving on from Jimmy Grabs? It certainly wasn't the play of Jimmy Grabs. You were winning despite him. Since when do we start calling him Jimmy Grabs? I just like it. Instead of Jimmy G. Jimmy Grabs and... So, do you really think that Trey Lance would have been that much worse than him? And didn't they win most of the games that Trey Lance had to fill in anyway? I don't know. I don't remember him looking great. He didn't look amazing. I think his main play was made with his feet. Like, he was good mm-hmm. with his legs, which is a big factor for him. But I also see your side of the fence, too, with is it the best thing for San Fran to move on from Jimmy G when— you the just quarter, made qu- it to the NFC Championship And the quarterback they're moving on from didn't play in 2020. Mm-hmm. He played one game for his FCS right. team, and it was literally just a showcase game so that he could get drafted. And then the year before that, he played in the FCS. And I know Carson Wentz was a good NFL quarterback out of the FCS for the start of his career. And you can debate Carson Wentz all you want right now, but he's certainly still a number top 32 guy who could start for any team. Not any team, but is going to start. He'll so, start. So you can come out of the FCS. But it's harder. It's harder, and when you don't have a full season under your belt in 2020, and you've been on the bench most of this year, who's to say you really know what Trey Lance is? So I think it, I, I think certainly do not know what Trey Lance is. I think the the Niners are kind of shooting themselves in the foot by going all in on him right now. You think you would keep Garoppolo? Just like one why, more year. Why? Why say? Why say goodbye to Garoppolo entirely and just say we can only go with Trey Lance here rather than this is the year now where you can work both of them, right? You you only work Jimmy G for the majority of the season. This is the time where you pull a 
20, uh, 2020 Miami Dolphins. You work in Tua with Fitzpatrick. If Fitzpatrick's winning you games, sure, that helps. But your your main goal is to work in Tua. So you work with Jimmy G, and you work in Lance, and if Lance is showing signs of improvement, you just keep him in there. I don't care how good Jimmy G is playing, you just keep going with Lance. You make it a business, right? You say, sorry, Jimmy, yeah. we're going to put you on the bench, and we're going to keep you. Because what if Lance gets hurt? Then we still want to have a chance to do well, and mm-hmm. you have shown us that you can get us to the Super Bowl at least. So, sorry, Jimmy, I know you want to start, but it ain't going to happen like that because we need you. So I I get that business side of it where it might be savvy to just keep Garoppolo on your roster, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think Garoppolo is going to yeah. get traded. To where, though? And for how much? Do they try to get one of those first-round picks back that they put up for Lance? Are they going to be able He's to get a first-round first pick? pick? Yeah. You're right. The only way I could if see he would have gotten to the Super Bowl, but the only way I could see it happening is he's a quarterback. Yeah, he made it to a Super Bowl three years ago. He made it to the NFC Championship game this year. But what's fresh in everyone's mind is bouncing is the ball to Ayuk and that interception. Yeah. Those two plays in the last drive was just yikes. So that's probably... I mean, how many people can say like we've seen bad interceptions? We talked about the Stafford one, the Kyler one. But how many people can say they wouldn't have done the same thing with Aaron Donald running down their back, right? Aaron Donald running right at you, and then you kind of avoid him, and then he's coming back at you again. (laughs) How many people can say that they wouldn't have made the same mistake? I would have just cried. I would have been in the fetal position. I would have said, this is the end for me. It would have been that scene in The Longest Yard where they're like... (laughs) I think I made him bleep himself. <laughs> and then everyone's like, I think this guy just bleeped himself. Like, that would have been me as I got carted off. No, the I think that would have been it. I think I would have... I, the last thing I would have seen is Aaron Donald, and I would have woken up, and I would have seen the pearly gates. You would have seen Jesus. <laughs> Aaron Donald makes a lot of people see Jesus. Uh Other headline I want to work through here, Washington has chosen their new nickname. They are no longer the Washington football team. They are now the Washington Commanders. Do you like it? I think it could be worse. I think that it's probably 10 years from now it'll be like normal. But I don't think football team was that bad. I love the football team. I love like the college look of it with the The helmet. The 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 helmet, yeah. Well, have you seen their black jerseys? No. They have a little, the new W logo is like at the front of their helmet, like right on the crown. And then they do have the numbers on the side like they did for the college. And then in the regular jerseys, the reds, they just have the W on the side. Okay, I got to look this up. I, I think the jerseys look pretty cool. What? And I think, Commanders, you could do a lot worse. You could do a lot I don't, worse. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I thought you were going to go something like Colonials. I I also thought that they might do something more DC oriented, yeah. more like team like, oriented. Like Red Hogs would have been a good one for that way line. Way better than the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, that one's terrible. But I don't get that one at all. But I like, hope that changes. Red Hogs was one that I was like, that makes a lot of sense. You keep the red going, right. and their and line was known as the, the Hogs. Yeah, when you won your three Super Bowls. But talk like, about living in like your glory days, like that. Yeah, but teams do that based off of the steel mill workers, and but that's and, not. A team that wasn't the city. A, Browns were named after their but first. The Hogs were were the offensive they line. They should have just named era. them the Snyders, the Washington Snyders, <laughs> just like the Browns. Name it after the owner. I, I like the Commanders. I, I'm cool I, with I it. I think I can get I'm that cool to grow with it. on me. I gotta I gotta see these jerseys though, because you were kind of hyping them up, and I want to see them. But I do love the numbers on the helmet. Yeah, I, I think that was a classic look too. Um, I think it's just clear that the NFL or 
sports in French, general. They don't. They want nicknames. They don't. They are not cool with just being football team. Like, and I think that that would. You see that over in English soccer all the time. They're just the name of the city that they play in. Yeah, and that's it. I like. They're that. like the Liverpool Football Club. Like it's just. I think it worked, and it made the and the thing that made it special was it was going to be super unique. Like twenty years from now, you'd be like. Washington football team that stands out because they're the only it's the nick- only they're one. the only nicknameless team in the NFL. I would have been cool with the Cleveland Baseball Club. Ooh, I like that actually. CBC. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, the Guardians. Little, suck. How about the little CDC? We, we can agree. We <laughs> had a little tie to sponsorship from Mr. Fauci. We can agree on this though. The Commanders is a way better name than the Guardians. Absolutely, I I said that three minutes way ago. Way better name. I don't know where the Guardians came from. Something like it was an, an old team name in like the 1800s. I don't know. Now, the biggest news that dropped yesterday, and this is serious stuff. There's the mm-hmm. other two stuff kind of campier. Let's put on our serious face for this one. Brian Flores, recent head coach of the Miami Dolphins, fired this year. Yep. A lot of people, including ourselves, going, "What the hell was that about?" He had that team on the rise. You remember they how we had were, a winning record the past two seasons? You remember how we were questioning the Chargers' decision to get rid of Anthony Lynn? This was even more suspect. This is far more egregious than that one. He has sued the NFL and three teams, the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Giants, alleging discrimination regarding his interview processes with Denver and New York and discrimination with his firing from the Dolphins last month. He's calling into the fact that they didn't follow the Rooney rule mm-hmm. like they should have. It's a 58-page lawsuit. It was filed in Manhattan Federal Court on Tuesday, and it seeks clash action status. Violating the Rooney Rule is despicable, but it's not surprising to me because the NFL has racism sewn throughout it. And thirty more than half the players the f- are black, and yet you only have one black coach. And I'm very, very proud that it's yeah. this city right here that Hell not yeah. only came up with the rule to help fight discrimination uh-huh. amongst the NFL— but also is the gold standard of it has one of the longest tenured head coaches in the NFL. Actually, behind Belichick and Reed, he's the third longest tenured. The longest tenured black head coach, and I think in NFL history has to be right. Yeah, and a Super Bowl champion. He's gotten to two Super Bowls. Never had a losing season. It's just it's honestly great to be in the city that is. Progressive when it comes to that, and it's sickening that the well, rest of the NFL is so far behind. The, the point you made there is we didn't just come up with the rule, the city of Pittsburgh and, and the, the Steelers organization. We actually follow it. This, this team follows it and uses it. And it's today. not like just some, you know, pity follow it. No, no. it's not. It's He's not a just, great coach. He's a not, Hall of Fame coach. It's not coach. like the—see, this is what I don't understand about the, the class action suit is— why aren't the Patriots on there? Because you heard about the text messages, right? From Belichick to Flores. And for those who don't know, Brian Flores was interviewing for a coordinator position for the Patriots, and it was between him and some other guy, and bef- and the f- other guy interviewed first, and Belichick mistakenly sent the text to Brian Flores Thinking it was the other guy, and this happened before Brian Flores even got his interview. And Belichick said, "Congrats, man, you got the job. You know, I just got to take care of business and interview this other guy." Yeah, he texted him and said, "Buffalo and NYG, that you are their guy." And then he said, "Sorry, I effed this up. I double checked and misread the text. I think they are naming Brian Dable. I'm sorry about that." Is what Belichick replied. I with. think that's why he made the mistake. Brian Dable was the name of the other guy. And he was tra- 
<laughs> Belichick's old as hell. So, I mean, you see just Brian on your phone, you go crazy. I'm not shocked about the Rooney Rule aspect of it. No. Here's the part I am a little stunned about and the part that's like, wow. Flores alleges that Dolphins owner Steven Ross attempted to incentivize him to tank or purposely lose games shortly after he was hired in 2019, with Ross allegedly offering Flores 100 grand for every loss that season. Flores says that as the team won games late in the season, general manager Chris Greer told him Ross was mad and the on-field success was compromising the team's draft position. You need to step in if you're the NFL. If this is true, you need to get Ross out of there. He can't run his team anymore. That is no. ruining the competitive balance of your league. And it's tough to get an owner out. I mean, look at the NBA. Donald Sterling had to be literally a Ku Klux Klan member for him to get out. Right. This is grounds to get him out. You cannot have an owner incentivizing the team to lose. That's going to ruin your league. I, if this the is only true, other and time, he can prove this, it's over for us. Think about it. The last time you heard of owners or coaches incentivizing players was Bounty Gate. Mm-hmm. Guess what? And it led to Peyton be suspended for a year, and that was an incentivization to help win, and it right. still was met with a year-long now punishment. You're, now you're compromising the competitive nature of your game. Yeah, like Peyton wasn't fired because, or wasn't kicked out of the league because Goodell was like, you can't do that, you're suspended for a year, but you were motivating for wins, so it's not like you were tanking on purpose. And you can tank. And you can fill, but you can't tell your coach, "Hey, I'm going to give you this money," and if you choose to lose, it this can't game. be that upfront. You have no. to talk to your GM. You it got- can't be if if someone is coming to you with saying a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand dollars, saying lose this game, then yeah, I mean, what's what's the incentive to to win? It's also shocking that it's not just hey, we don't we don't want to go all out this year. Let we can we can we can see how our young guys do. But overall, let's not make it our year this year. We don't have to make it our year. That's fine, but don't add an incentive on top of that. It is just shocking to me that Ross was reportedly mad from Chris Greer at the fact that they went 10-6. and six. Or no, that was the year before. They started rallying and they went 5-11 and 11 at the end. And then they drafted Tua. And then they went 10-6 and six the very next year. And then they went 9-8 and eight this year. And then he got fired. Why are you mad at your coach for doing well? Like you hired this guy. First of all, your tanking you was wanted, for, your tanking was for Tua, and, and it was you ended up getting Tua. And guess what? He so wasn't you can't horrible. just revise history because Burrow became someone special and be like, did, "We needed Burrow. We were supposed to tank." Like, and then what no. happened? What did the Dolphins do? They went ten and seven or eleven and, ten and six? six. They went ten and six, missed the playoffs, and then they but went then nine and eight. When and they the got, playoffs. they went ten and six with Tua and Fitzmagic, and then nine and eight. Yeah, and rallied late both of the se- both and right. both of those seasons. Right, 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 right. So, like, he's a good coach. He keeps the locker room. You don't rally late if you lose the locker room. And no, oh, anything he he gained, he 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 evidently gained the locker room. I, I'm I'm disgusted at the whole lack of following the Rooney Rule, but I'm intrigued at the how this Stephen Ross paying him to lose games is going to play out because that is so. You and I agree massive. he should be gone. If he does, if it's proved that he did that, if it's, absolutely, I don't see how you can have but, that guy owning a franchise. But we agree, it sh- that's what should be done. But the question that needs to be asked: Will it happen? It's always real tough to get an owner out because Goodell technically works for Stephen Ross. But I would think there would be a pretty good groundswell of other owners pissed off about this as well. Sure, that would come in and say we can't have an owner. Incentivizing. You think, you think the chief would be okay with this? Hell no. Like I think that 
in order to get an owner out, you need the other owners to want him out as well. That's what happened with Sterling in the NBA. I, I think that this would be maybe not enough to get him out, but there would be definitely a group of owners that would be like, this guy's got to go. He's going to ruin the competitiveness of our league. Hugh Jackson even came out and said mm-hmm. that he was incentivized to lose games from the Cleveland Browns, so he must be a multimillionaire off of those because no <laughs> he one got a lot of losses. No one did a better job. Than How much did. money did he make off the tie against Pittsburgh in that Week One game? Half. You get half. The, <laughs> you get half of the agreed upon salary. We'll definitely keep talking about that Flores situation and keep an eye on it as we work through uh, the off season. But before we wrap up this episode, going to do a little quick mm-hmm or uh-uh. These teams finished in the bottom ten. We're not going to do all the bottom ten teams. I'll because try of not to sound sexually aroused. We know that the Jaguars are uh-uh. We uh-uh. know, you know, the Jets are uh-uh. uh-uh. So, like, some teams in the bottom ten that I think still have potential to either be good or just are going to stay in the basement this year. And let's kick one off with the team that finished in not 10th place, the last place team, but the top of the 10th place team. Okay. Seattle Seahawks at 7-10. and 10. I'm going to go, uh-uh. I think with, I think things are falling out from the bottom with them. It doesn't sound like Russ is going to be back. Right. And as we mentioned in an earlier episode, there was no succession plan for when Russ is gone. What's the succession plan? Geno Smith? But that's and again, there is Disgusting. a succession plan. It's like it's why not. Would you no, that you just you just especially left, for him when he's in his prime. You, you are left with Geno Smith is what it is. The only way I could say maybe, uh huh, is because of the guys around him. Chris Carson, great receiving core. Uh, I forget, there's a there's another running back there too. But yeah, the receiving core as well. And Bobby Wagner still in Seattle. Getting up there though, sure. But somehow, some way, he's still, still really good. He's but still probably a top three inside linebacker. Correct, in but you don't know when that bottom's coming out. No, you don't. And it could be as soon as next year. So I'm going to put them as an uh uh-uh. uh. I think you. I think the safe bet is to put them at the uh uh-uh. uh. However, talent alone could get them there. But let's not. I mean, Bobby Wagner still is making the All Pro team. It's true. He's he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that age can be a little concerning. The Denver Broncos. This is another tricky one. I'm going to go, mm-hmm. This I is think a, they're trending is, in the right direction. I'm surprised it, they fired Fangio. Is it regardless of quarterback? No, but I think they're going to make a move at quarterback this offseason. And you think it's going to be Rodgers? I think it's real likely with Hackett going So if it's, if it's if it's, uh, if it's Rodgers, this team is— They're in the playoffs next year. Although if, that's, if they a get real, Rogers, that's a real tough division. If they get Rodgers, how does that division pan out? Probably Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers. Chargers ahead? Chargers miss the playoffs again? again? Probably, because they lose twice to the Chiefs and the uh, the Broncos. Four losses right there. You think they lose twice to the Broncos? Yeah. You think Rodgers is a great— at, at, You think right? Rodgers is going to say, who's this kid? Listen, regular season, I, I still take Rodgers probably over sure. everybody. He's I mean, a he's, great regular season He's maybe— one of the greatest regular season quarterbacks we've ever about seen. all time. The, the Packers just go thirteen and three every year. It seems like so and then losing the playoffs. Yeah, so I, I think Rodgers he might even push Chiefs off of that division crown as far as it's possible. Yeah, but if I was Rodgers, I, I'd like Hackett being there, but I would look at that division first what, of all. What the hell am I gonna do? And then I would look at if I do get to the playoffs, Allen. Jackson, Burrow, Mahomes, it's Herbert. Better to stay the in the NFC, NFC is not that deep as far no, as quarterbacks. I think Rodgers' best scenario is for him put. is staying in Green Bay. What do you What do you have in the NFC to go through? Stafford, obviously. No more Tom. I'm blanking right now because after sleep, who's the guy? Well, whatever team Russell Wilson maybe ends up on, but maybe that's in the AFC. 
It'd be stupid for him to leave, too. He should go to the Giants is where I think he would end up landing. Well, okay, so between for Rodgers, I think his best options are staying with Green Bay or going, going down south to Tampa. I think Tampa's a good spot for him to land, too. Wilson or Rodgers. That's who I would Either look. one, but that's it. Think about quarterbacks right now but, in, in, the, in the NFC. Just think about quarterbacks. That's what I mean, Stafford. Dak is the only other guy. Doesn't fear. Don't fear him. Kyler Murray, don't fear him. Stafford's Stafford. the only one I fear, and he just made me start fearing him this year. Right, only Dak. You have no. There's no fear factor with the Cowboys. It's it's three guys. I in welcome the, NFC. the Cowboys into my house for a it's playoff. three guys in the NFC. I would stay put there in that conference as well. Uh, but do you think mm-hmm, for the Denver Broncos, even without Rodgers? Because what if they drafted Pickett or something like that? Even without Rodgers, I think you could say mm-hmm. They have two really good running backs, Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams. They have a really good receiving core. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, uh, uh, Thomas Patrick, I believe his name, is the third guy. And then your defense, Bradley Chubb's got to get healthier. That's no my doubt. Thing. They have to get Bradley Chubb to be the next Von Miller now that they've moved on from Von Miller. So I, I'd say, are you, um, regardless um, mm-hmm. of quarterback, yep, um, mm-hmm. regardless? I think they're trending in the right direction. The Carolina Panthers, uh-uh. I think they got a bad head Gross. coach in that rule, and they just hired Ben McAdoo to be their offensive coordinator. The whole flip- wasn't Ben McAdoo in the Giants. Right? Giants he got just, into the playoffs, but right, they sucked. Right. Um, the whole. I'm surprised though, because I thought Matt Rule coming from Baylor would have been a, a good, better coach. Yeah, but the whole Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, and then that back to Sam Darnold at the end of the year, and his reasoning for bringing back to Sam Darnold was, well, we want to see what he can bring us. You know what he can bring you. You saw him for the first five, six weeks of the so, season. So kind of weird because they're going to get a quarterback. I think they this were three and zero with Darnold, and people were saying, "Oh, they were the darling at the beginning of the wow. year." Wow, they they just completely capitalized on the New York Jets being the New York Jets and 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 thinking it was Darnold's fault and not Adam Gase's fault, and then they won two games down the rest of the what they started off three and zero and went two and twelve. Yes. Uh, one more team we'll touch on here before wrapping up. The Chicago Bears. I'm going to go uh-uh because I don't think they hired the right head coach. Well, here's the – oh. Eberflus, defensive guy. Bears have a good defense. I think you could have gone away with just having a good defensive coordinator there and just kind of keep things as a status quo. You need someone to come in and develop fields. Nagy wasn't the guy. Hackett would have been a really interesting choice from Green Bay if they would have been able to grab him instead of him going to Denver – to work with Fields, I just think, and I here's here's what's going to happen. Eberflus is going to be an incredible head coach. He's going to be the Bears are going to yeah. run the North for years to come. Now Fields is going to be great, but as of right now, in my instant reaction, I I think you hire offensive guy instead of defensive guy there, and that's why I put him at uh uh-uh. uh. I'm going to say uh uh-uh uh as well, but also because I think the rest of the team just isn't there. I, I think if Fields can play well, he elevate them. Because he's such a dynamic player as a quarterback. Like Roquan Smith on defense. The defense is good. If Matt can stay healthy, Roquan Smith. I mean, the defense is good. Good um, enough Good enough to only rely on those two guys? Well, who's the guy who had all the sacks this year for them? Roquan Smith. Was it Smith who got yeah. all the sacks? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, that's pretty impressive for Roquan Smith to get all those sacks then from... The middle linebacker. Yeah, that's incredibly good, but... I mean, you're right. It's obviously just two guys at the front of the line, but I think that they have okay depth there. You're right, though. I mean, it's the running backs okay, Montgomery, but the like, receivers. The I receivers. Don't know. I mean, Allen Robinson, Robinson is, is way past the dropped off yep. a cliff. 
They'd have to move and get some guy. They should have money because Fields is a rookie. So they, right. they need to get weapons around him. But right now, I'm uh-uh for several reasons on the Bears. Yeah, I'm not in. I'm, I won't. It's just the Bears' way. You know, they're not a team that ever bottoms out either. Kind of like the Bengals. They always float around 5 and 12 or something But like I'm that. never like, uh, yeah, I, I really believe in the Bears. Even that year where they lost on the wackiest field goal ever, the double doink, I still wasn't a— I, I was not. If they got past the Eagles, they were done in the next round. Yeah. Sure. Were, sure. They were not a 13 and no. 3 or 12 and 14. 12 and 4. They were. Yeah, right. That'll do it for this episode of Steelers Standard. Thanks, as always, for giving us a listen. We will be back again later this week talking more things Steelers, talking more things NFL. Probably get into that Flores thing a lot more later this week as well. I have to. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Opperman. We'll talk to you next time on the Steelers Standard.